Good morning and greetings from New York. So the reason I'm making this podcast is I wanted to help you clearly articulate and learn how to level evidence when you are reviewing the literature to determine if an evidence-based practice change is warranted. According to the Milnick levels of evidence, there are seven different levels. There is an algorithm that you can go through if reading it in your book is not sufficient. The first question you want to ask when reading any piece of literature is, is there a treatment, cause and effect treatment being proposed? If the answer to that question is yes, your next question then is, will there be random assignment or random selection? Now I'm going to take a detour because I really need to make sure you understand the difference between random assignment and random selection. Unfortunately, these two terms mean different things, but they are used synonymously. Random selection refers to how a sample is gathered from the population. Random selection refers to how the sample is gathered from the population. Random selection is also sometimes called random sampling. Random assignment is a part of the design process of the experiment. Random assignment means that the participants that have been selected are randomly assigned between control group and treatment group. You can have randomly selected, randomly assigned participants. You can have conveniently selected, randomly assigned participants. You can have randomly selected cohort studies. So please distinguish in your mind random selection from random assignment. Okay, the next step is, after you answer the question of will there be random sampling and random assignment... If there is random sampling and random assignment, then this would be a randomized controlled experimental design, typically a level two study. If there will not be random sampling or random assignment, then this would be a quasi-experimental design because there is no control group. So it's not quite a true experiment. Ergo the name, quasi-experimental, and it's called level three. If, however, when you look at the study or the piece of research and there is no treatment relating to a cause and effect, then you ask yourself, is the primary purpose of this research to examine a relationship? If the primary purpose of the, re- of the research is to examine a relationship, then this would be a correlational design study, level four. If, however, the purpose is not to comment on a relationship because maybe not a lot is yet known about the phenomena, then this would be a descriptive study, level six, descriptive design, level six. Now, I said there are seven levels of evidence. The lowest level is a level seven, and this is essentially expert opinion, maybe consensus, uh, findings from a meeting, anecdote, that's level seven. Level six evidence, which is either a single descriptive or qualitative studies, those are level six evidence. Another confusing feature of this stratification is the term systematic review. A systematic review of descriptive and qualitative studies is level five. 
However, a systematic review that includes meta-analysis of randomized controlled trials of clinical guidelines or of other systematic reviews, that's level one. The distinction is what is contained within the systematic review. So if you label something a systematic review, it will be important to comment specifically as to what are the contents within that review. Level four is the case control or cohort study. Level three would be a controlled trial with no randomization. That would be like a quasi-experimental. Level two is one randomized controlled trial. And then level one, as we said, is a uh, compilation of selected randomized controlled trials, clinical guidelines, etc. Level one will give you quantitative information. Level five data will give you qualitative information. I hope this helps in making things clear.